This podcast is brought to you in part by our partner, Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is a free app that allows the user and creator to record and edit their podcast right there from your phone or computer. It also allows you to distribute your podcast across the globe to everyone that wants to listen to it on different distribution networks like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other networks. It has all, all your needs and tools all in one stop shop. So go ahead, please. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Thank you and have a great day. Good morning and welcome to the Yankee Cowboy podcast. I'm the one, the only Yankee Cowboy. Today we're going to review the St. Patrick's Day Slam at AW Dynamite for 316. There was a huge card here from live from San Antonio, Texas. Uh... Really distinct card here. I'm just going to read through the lineup of the card, and then we're going to kind of go through the results and the and this, uh, the review of the matches and whatnot. Uh, we got Adam Cole and Red Dragon in a six-man tag with Jurassic Express and Hangman Adam Page to open the show. Uh, Moxley and Danielson versus Wheeler Yuta and the uh, Chuck Taylor, Chucky Todd. Uh, Moxley, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, that was kind of a weird setup for the second match. Third match of the night was Scorpio Sky with the uh, Dan Lambert contingent versus uh, Wardlow. Uh, then you have the fourth match is Private Party versus the Hardy Boys, Nostalgia. And then you have the main event of the night, which really was a solid main event. Uh, it's Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's World Championship. So, break it down. Let's break it down, break it down, break it down. We're like I said, we're live from San Antonio, Texas. You can see the precursor how this night's gonna be. I'm going to tell you this: the main event is for all the marbles. Is the reason why you watch this. But it did have some good matches here. Uh, Jungle Boy uh, and Jurassic Express uh, with Luchasaurus and Hangman Adam Page versus Red Dragon and Adam Cole. Uh, really, kind of a. I'm sorry, it's not a trios match. It is a six-man tag. Six-man tag, that's what it's called. Not a trios, not a two-step match. Um, typical trampoline style of matchup. I'm not really impressed with the spots that they called. They did a little bit more spots with Luchasaurus here with a lot of the big man spots. A cold tag in the very beginning kind of threw me off a little bit. But uh, let's just kind of walk this through here. Uh, Jungle Boy and Cole, Matt Wrestle. To start off the match here, things speed up with a little bit of uh, some clotheslines, some hot spots there, a little bit, a little fast-paced stuff. Luchasaurus tags in with a cold tag. He goes for a choke slam, but his uh, partners pull him out, pull Cole out of the ring. The heels triple-team Luchasaurus on the outside with a quick heel spot to bring him to the outside. Uh, typical heel triple-team, you know, Six-man tag matchup set. The heels work Lucha, the big man in the corner, uh, and obviously Luchasaurus works into a correct, a correct hot tag to Hangman Adam Page. Uh, springboard clothesline out of the corner to a followaway slam by Hangman to a Tope Suicida. I'm sorry, but that's just a that's a plasha that's a plasha spot on the outside. That's what it is. It's not a toupee suicida. It's it's a plasha. That's the correct name for it. What's what's just call how it is. 
Uh, I'm sorry, Scalibur, but you suck. Um, Hangman hits the uh, the pop-up powerbomb on O'Reilly for a two. Hangman goes for the buckshot. Quick, quick heel spot rolls out of the ring. Jungle Boy tags himself in and hits a somersault plasha onto the heels. Typical go-to-break spot there. Uh, Jungle Boy hits a lariat. Tags in Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus does a series of just what the fuck strikes. Uh, awkward fucking strikes is what I'm going to call them for now on because that's what they were. And then uh, kind of a cool looking spot in the middle of this. Uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus go for a doomsday device an homage to Legion of Doom. Uh, but Cole super kicks Jungle Boy and the heels put the baby faces in submissions. Goes to a uh, Cole and Hangman tag in and go to the center with the ring with strikes. Kind of strike it out. And Jungle Boy and Hangman hit a doomsday device off the top. Really solid spot there. I have to give the credit where the credit's due for the for the baby faces in that situation. Um, but one, two, and the heels kick out. Cole catches Jungle Boy with the boom. Kind of a quick deal there. Uh, and gets the one, two, three. So Cole Red Dragon pick up the win. Kind of a, like I said, a really spotty situation. A little trampoline. But got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, good solid matchup for the opening match of the card. Uh, it goes into the back with a Keith Lee versus Team Taz promo. And Starks, I love Starks on the mic, but at the same time, it's it's like, what the hell is the point of this? You know? Uh, so they go to commercial break after the promo. And they come back with uh, Moxley and Danielson with William Regal. William Regal joins commentary, which, by the way, is phenomenal to hear William Regal back doing commentary, doing guest commentary, because he does some really pipeful things that make you laugh. And uh, he just does. And uh, versus Willer Yuta and Chucky Todd, Chucky Taylor, with Dan Housen, Orange Cassidy, which, who was in a shoulder sling from his injury, and Trent Beretta. Uh if you actually watch the, if you watch the, the telecast, William Regal actually asked uh, Excalibur who the, the the demon is, and it's Danhausen, and he 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 actually does a really good thing on commentary, and he talks he he continually works the correct way, um, as a guy that's trying to promote, uh, really doesn't need to promote these two guys he's working with, but you know that's how it goes. Um, Danielson uh, beats on Yuta to start the match. It goes to work on his arm. It's obviously the old school style of work a body part. Uh, Moxley continues to do assault on the youngster. A lot of quick tags in the beginning. Working the arm. Typical style of uh, old school there. Working a body part. Uh, every time Yuta tries to speed it up, the veterans kind of shut him down quickly. So he, obviously with Yuta battling from underneath and the heels working that style, uh, it's Really a solid old-school matchup. Uh, Yuta finally kind of gets a little bit of a, a break here. He started catches with uh, some quick quick strikes, a quick drop kicks, and arm drags. Does a hot tag. I would say not so hot tag in the Chucky, Chuck Taylor. Hits a plasha on the Moxley onto the floor. And then rolls Danielson and locks him into a half crab, which kind of gets a cheer. Um, Moxley tags Danielson and kicks him in the face. Moxley throws Taylor to the floor where Danielson... Tossed into the barricade. Moxley and Danielson start working over Taylor's leg now, an opposite body part of the arm like Yuta. 
So typical old school body mentality. Uh, and Danielson puts him into an Indian death lock before tagging Moxley and holding Taylor down as Mox hits a sliding drop kick. And, uh, and then Moxley kind of does a weird looking, does a, uh, a top rope superplex for a two. Moxley puts Taylor into a Kimura, goes to a commercial break. Kind of a lot of back and forth here. Kind of not not too exciting, but it just a lot of big intense moves. And then uh, Moxley puts Yuta into a bulldog choke, and Yuta taps. And that's so. This is where there's a little bit typical style of the. Uh, style of AEW with the afterbirth. Yuta starts to leave with best friends, but stops and gets back in the ring. And uh, Yuta offers a handshake to Regal, but Regal slaps the piss out of him instead. Yuta gets in Regal's face and Regal smiles. Regal tells me he did a good job but needs to walk away before it gets ugly. Uh, I think they're trying to do a little bit of a Wheeler Yuta come on over type of deal. Trying to do a little bit of a, you know, that kind of thing. In the back, FTR says they fired totally because he lost focus. Uh, when you lose focus, you lose your job. And a typical young bucks don't mean anything type bullshit. Uh, taunt FTR. Says no matter what they do, it won't change anything because they will always just be the second best tag team in AEW. Which, if that doesn't have real, real sentiments from a lot of the fans about how the young bucks book under you know other talent in AEW, that is a solid 10-4 on that one. Uh, typical style of booking here. We're going to go match two segments or one segment back to or do three segments then a match. So we're going to go do those two promos, afterbirth promo to another promo with the acclaimed, working with um, they cut a promo on Keith Lee, and then Starks comes around the continuation of that segment from earlier. Uh, then obvious Chris Jericho segment, which is the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society, or better known as the dumbest name of a stable in wrestling history. Uh, Scott Parker trashes the fans as a typical heel promo. And just does a whiny, whiny heel promo. It just um, typical style with the way AEW is. They they don't get anybody over. And uh, I'm sorry, but this 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 promo this promo this segment doesn't do it for me. Serena Deeb though does. They do another segment, uh, a, a pre-shot deal with Serena Deeb cuts a promo on and Sheeta. And uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good match, I think. Uh, good good war. I think it's gonna be a good lead up to what should happen in this division if 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 what happens later on tonight with Thunder Rosa and, and Britt Baker work through Serena Deeb, in my opinion, should be the next uh, number one contender for the title, and uh, that should be really a solid, solid, solid feud. Okay, so. Next match is really disappointing, but I have to talk about it. It's Scorpio Sky and the Dan Lambert, which got got to help us because Paige Van Zant looks amazing. 
and uh, versus Mr. Mayhem, aka Wardlow. Um, kind of a big man versus small man match for the most part, and it really was that style until Sean Spears walks out with a pair of chairs and interferes, and with the heels with. Dan Lambert distracting the referee. It allows Spears to walk out there, hit, you know, hit him with a chair. And then, you know, MJF kind of rolls, you know, hauls ass out there from inside the crowd and throws Warlow into the ring post, knocks him out. And then Sky rolls him up for the pin. Really kind of a cheeky fucking way to end this. Um, they do a beatdown of Wardlow. With MJF and Spears, you know MJF ends it with hitting Wardlow with the diamond ring. Just really kind of a shitty way to do it. Uh, just not a big fan of that. Um, just not a fan. Just not a fan. They could have done a lot better than that. Could have done a lot different way to finish that match. But typical, they're gonna build that feud up like they're supposed to. So. I kind of expected. They're going to do a commercial break. We're going to come back with the nostalgia. We're going to have the private party uh, versus the Hardy Boys, a.k.a. the real Hardys, not to be confused with the Hardly Boys, a.k.a. the Young Bucks. Uh, Matt is wearing his old gear. Uh, Jeff is painted like a stooge in the face. I kind of confused why he's painting his face again. Well, there's no purple, there's no black light to help see that. Um, you can definitely see here that the, the Hardy Boys have been out of the ring a little bit, a little while, and they're not exactly up to snuff on the cardio. But they work a, a solid match from point, from start to finish here. I, I think it's the typical Hardy's match with predictable spots. Um, I, I couldn't, I, I can't be angry with this match. It's just... A typical Hardy Boys match, you know, uh, the double, the classic double team moves. I give it a solid A here. It's just uh, for their first match back, you can't really go wrong. Um, I think the way the finish here though is it's the Hardy Boys Swanton Bomb by Jeff. I think he could have hurt, could have hurt uh, Cassidy there really bad if he landed different. You know, and uh, I, I'm not a fan of that. You know, obviously, he's going to get a little bit better there, a little bit better ring shape, in my opinion, but that will happen with due time. But uh, a little typical AEW style, they do the afterbirth with Andrade. Um, Darby, Darby and Sting come out and uh, causes Andrade and the group to leave there. Like I said, typical style AEW with the afterbirth. Not a fan. Not a fan of this afterbirth shit. It just let it simmer. The Hardy Boys literally just had a match in their first match back together in over how many years? Let them just, you can't just let it celebrate. It's also St. Patty's Day. You, you got to kind of continue the stupidity. Um, the, the main event, in my opinion is the mixture of, and I mean this sincerely, is the mixture between really sloppy wrestling, lazy booking, great women 
competitor competitors that actually do want to have a good match and let's show style of wrestling here inside of a cage um if you look at the cage the cage itself isn't a true cage it's like a hell in a cell there's 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 space on the outside of the ring so they can't they shouldn't call it a i understand they're going to call it a cage match for for obvious reason they can't call it hell in a cell um but realistically this match could have done have been a lot cleaner but i understand where some of the sloppiness came into play um so a mariachi band plays the intro, plays the pre pre intro to Rosa. Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa is obviously the fan favorite and hometown girl here in this matchup. Baker is obviously wearing an homage, and when she comes out, she's wearing an homage to the late and great uh, Scott Hall. And I have to say, uh, this match quickly starts up like a typical Baker's working heel, Rosa's working baby. That's typically how it goes here. A lot of, you know, she wants Baker wants to run away from the fate from from Thunder Rosa. Rosa grabs her hair, works into a matchup. It, it they do a quick spot there where, you know, Rosa does a slams Baker's head against the the cage wall or the cage, and busts her open. They go to commercial break. Um, Baker pulls a chair out from underneath the ring and stacks them up, which really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I'm going to say it. It looks like much show shit. And uh, Rosa hits a stunner. And I'll say this right now. Rosa hits a series of clotheslines. And then hits Wax Baker with a chair. Rosa hits a stunner. Then a flying clothesline to the corner. Um... Like I said, the stack of chairs looks like, you know, mud show bullshit that shouldn't need to be done. I understand you're going for effect, but at that point, you might as well just pull out a fucking table. Or cheap, you know, put two tables and a piece of plywood. I mean, seriously, it gets the same effect. Uh, Baker goes for a super kick. Uh, but Rosa moves. She hits the referee, causing him to go flying into the cage wall. There's a swap of referees here. Um. Uh, Rosa hits the fire thunder driver on Baker, but the referee is out. Hence the point where they're going to swap referees again because referee is undisposed. Baker stacks the chairs in the ring, goes to the top and hits a super crunch onto the chairs, but the referee is still out. It's just a lot of back and forth indie mud show shit. But so uh, Aubrey Edwards runs out. She's the second referee. Uh, counts uh, one, two. Rose and Baker extreme slaps and punches, and Rose is pretty bleeding now. Uh, Baker sets up chairs again near the corner, stacking them, stacking them up again for the third time. She hits Rose on the chair to put her on the top rope. She goes for a Spanish fly, but Rosa blocks her, and they start punching each other on the top. Rosa slams Baker into the cage and then takes a nasty bump onto the stacked chairs. Of course, that doesn't end the match because that's not AEW style. One, two, and a kick out. So you do all that bullshit for a two count. 
Baker hits, you know, Baker hits Rosa with a bag that from was under the ring. And uh, it's soon to be found out that it's a bag full of tax, which, like I said, I'm not a fan of the indie mud show bullshit with tax. I don't think it, it I understand there's a love in with with wanting to be like Mick Foley and wanting to have these hardcore matches for the fans. But it takes away from the competitiveness, in my opinion, and the move selection you can do after those tacks get put onto the mat. You can't tell me those wrestlers and those competitors enjoy walking around with tacks on the fucking ground. Um, so Baker pours the, ta- the tacks onto the mat. Baker goes for a swing and neck breaker, but Rosa counters. Only for Baker to backdrop her onto the tax. It's a one-two count. Um, all that. So Rosa kicks out on a two-count. Baker goes for the lockjaw. Rosa bites and counters the lockjaw. Then Rosa slams Baker's hands into the tax repeatedly. Rosa power bombs Baker onto the tax, which looked like complete shit. The shits on the fucking power bomb. Like it, it looked like it looked like. I'm not sure if it looked like either Thunder Rosa wasn't she was trying to protect Baker on the landing with on the tax, or it was just Baker not take you know going with her on the up. I, I couldn't tell, but it was looked like complete shits, and I, I'm just not a fan of that. Um. So, but you know, no pinfall on the power bomb. Baker rolls onto the floor. They, you know, they, they fight it out a little bit. And then Rosa drags Baker back into the ring, hits the fire thunder driver onto the tax for the pin. One, two, three. Rosa, Thunder Rosa wins the AEW Women's Championship in San Antonio, Texas. Really, you know, I, like I said, you can actually watch that match in detail. There was times with that match where you were seeing those two girls have a full-blown conversation calling spots. And I... As a diehard wrestling fan that I am, that is not what you want to see. Also, I'm not a fan of the tax. Just saying. I understand it. People have to do it. But that's what it is. Uh, I think they're going to do a little bit better, but congratulations to Thunder Rosa on the title win. Hopefully, we get to see a little bit better feuds going down the road with her, maybe Serena Deeb, uh, Mercedes Martinez. That, that kind of deal would be nice. Uh, Sheeta. That kind of thing would be nice. But, uh, all right, guys, that's a review of the AEW St. Patrick's Day Slam. I'll be doing uh, AEW Rampage from Friday from 319 here shortly. Take a view. Also, feel free to follow me on Twitter, YankeeCowboy27 on Twitter. Watch me on Twitch at Wilkins underscore esports. Hope you guys have a great day. Thank you.